Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there sports fans and thank you very much for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show. The show where we cover everything from within the sporting world including football, tennis, Formula One, boxing and pretty much everything that you could imagine that's in the sporting world we report on for you. We have great debates, wonderful guests and also are proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Ground and Gardens. Thank you for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. This is episode Ci Contentere, which for those who don't know is 53 in Italian. Uh, episode 53 of this mammoth task that we've got this year. We're going to try and get 150 podcasts uh, out to your ears. Podcasts. What are they? No, it's podcast. That's what we're doing here tonight. We've got something a bit different for you. We're always doing something a bit different, whether you listen to it, whether you listen to my voice for a minute or two and turn it off. It doesn't matter because it's a listen. For those that do enjoy the TTM Sports Show, James, take it away. What have we got for the listeners this evening? So we have, well, we, James, me, ourselves, we have set up the challenge. We're going to do 150 podcasts in 2022. That is the challenge. How far we'll get, we don't know. But we're I think I it. think we'll get it. I think we'll get it because our mind, body, and souls are dedicated to the passionate belief that we are, you know, game for a target to be hit. Well, the last challenge we set ourselves, James, was to visit every single Premier League ground in 24 hours, but also with the caveat of trying to beat the 21 hour and 20 minute record. How did we get on with that? Uh, not only did we visit every single Premier League stadium within the 24 hours, the caveat was also smash the smithereens with a hammer from Thor's right arm. As far as I'm concerned, we nailed it. But watch this space. All good things come around again. Norwich City reintroduced into the Premier League's elite 20 teams. Can TTM Sports redo the challenge? Let's just say 
in the pipes of knowledge at TTM Sports HQ. Some things are trickling through those pipes. We will say no more. But the challenge tonight, James, with um, with the challenge has been set for 150 episodes. We need we need some different stuff. We need to freshen it up. So I've I've got my thinking cap on. And as always, James, we love a game. We love a, we love a little we love a little segment. So we're going to go for something tonight, and it is the very first TTM Sport Roulette. So what it's going to be, I've got... And I don't know these. Yeah, absolutely. James is completely in the dark as well. So I've got four subjects, statements, or questions to put to you, and I've got three sets of four. So we're going to go for it three times. I'm going to spin, spin the roulette wheel, which is at the moment is a number randomizer on my phone so it's not going to be very good in a way of suspense but i can feel a sound effect coming sooner or later down the line what do you think about that james well a sound effect to give us the subject you know all the listeners are thinking just 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 tell us what it is so let's you know tell us what it is so the first four statements i've got for you james and we'll see what we land on one to four number one Bruno Fernandes is world class. Right. Number two, Phil Jones sh- should immediately leave Manchester United. Right. N- number three, Ramsdale or Pickford. And number four, Manchester City are boring. Any of them immediately jump out at you, James, that you want to get your teeth into? I think the the good one would be the uh, the Ramsdale and Pickford debate. I think that's really, really good. Um, six months ago, it was just, you know, who, who do you want? Trent Alexander-Arnold? Or do you want, uh, you know, Paul Parker to come out of retirement to challenge him? It was a no-brainer. Well, I Paul Parker every day of the week, but uh, well, let's look, go well, for it. You so. know, what, what you want's up to you, but the reality is, is you know, <laughs> Trent Alexander-Arnold all day. Um. So, so it's not going to be very suspenseful because it does happen almost immediately when I press the generate button on the number randomizer. But here we go, James. One to four. And it is number three, which is Ramsdale or Pickford. James, off you go. Um, well, first of all, if I was selecting an England team tomorrow in a World Cup final, hey, we probably would never get to one. But, you know, I've been proven wrong plenty of times and hopefully I'll be proven wrong again. I did say Euro 2024. However, um, I, I believe um, it would be Pickford in goal for me. Um, you know, I can't fault Aaron Ramsdale's form for Arsenal. It's been absolutely fantastic. He was wonderful at Anfield, still conceded four. Um, so, you know, look, um, Pickford's... Real performances over over the last four or five years for England, starting at that World Cup, really, when he come to fruition. Uh, hero in the penalty shootout, um, did well in the Nations League, again, hero in the per- penalty shootout. And then into the Euros, again, hero in the penalty shootout. We mentioned it on the previous podcast, you know, he, he did what a lot of other goalkeepers at that time hadn't actually done, which was save the crucial, all-important Jorginho penalty, because at that moment he saved it. I thought to myself, wow, okay. Uh, it was back on, wasn't it? it was back yeah, on. it was because we have to remember, given the fact that, that England missed three penalties, or it might have even been four. So the reality is, if the guys did their bit, 
mm. Pickford again would have, would have been the hero. And I think on form alone for England, attitude, commitment, the Ian Poulter of, of English football, really, I think um, he still he doesn't deserve to be dropped, in, in my opinion. And I think loyalty does go a long way in football if it's executed within the right fashion. Now, you could argue, let's talk about loyalty in football, just, just you know, going off subject a little bit. You, you could argue, why is, okay... Why is Scott McTominay being consistently picked for Manchester United week in, week out? Or Fred, for that matter? Because let's be brutally well, honest. Fred's been dropped the last couple of games, hasn't he? Well, yeah, well, OK, then McTominay, you know? Yeah, he's a good player, but is he Man United class? Probably not, um, you know? So I, I think um, that's loyalty that's that's gone a bit far from the club. But you know, I think it's people, easier to be know. loyal to players at international level than it is to be loyal Luke, to them. When's he uh, let England down? Club, club football. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I, I agree with you, James. Um, my point on Ramsdale and a lot, I think what a lot of people were saying is um, since Pickford's become the England number one, who's his real competition been? Nick Pope. Nick, Nick Pope. Nick Pope was good, had a good um, spell. Unfortunately, he suffered from injuries in the last sort of year or so. And he hasn't really, you know, he was just sort of just about to break that ceiling a little bit. And then he got, then he got the shoulder injury. Well, I mean, um, let's be honest. We've had we've had Tom Heaton flirt with it. We, yeah. Who's the, the goalkeeper that I went to watch? We we played against uh, Andorra at home. Oh, the other Sam month. Johnston. Yeah, he's all right, but you know, let's be honest. There's a bit of a, a bit more of an X factor about um, Pickford, isn't there? In goal, I mean, yeah. this distribution is absolutely. He looks popular. like an England goalkeeper. He carries well, he, himself like an England number one. Well, look, he's up there with Allison and Edison in terms of distribution alone. Mm. Great shot stopper. Wonderful penalty saver. However, there are shortcomings. I mean, the free kick from Casper Dolberg, you know, that was a, you know, it was a good free kick, but come on, 37 yards, you know, it's a, yeah. you would expect a goalkeeper to be saving it. Maybe but the save, you know. the save he made against um, the two saves against Germany, the, the Werner one in the first half and then the Havertz one in the second half. And also put Muller off to send it wide as well. Yeah. Wembley. yeah. So uh, for me, no brainer. But talking about Aaron Ramsdale, uh, he's done an absolutely fantastic job. I mean, I mentioned earlier in that I, I really got to see a lot more of they were talking about his form, but I saw a lot more when Arsenal were at Anfield and they turned up there in really good form. Um, they turned up there in, in absolutely fantastic form, in fact. And yeah, they looked good for 20 minutes until we scored. Uh, and then obviously from there it went. And let's not be let's be honest. Ramsdale made about four or five world class saves before we scored, and they were genuinely world class. They were, they were, and it's Arsenal. And I hate Arsenal. So you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I think uh, besides the fact that it gets dark at the end of the day, Aaron Ramsdale's a very good shot stopper. I think he should be England number two goalkeeper right now, based on current. Yeah, form. I agree. Now, if Pickford, let's say for argument's sake, at the World Cup has an absolute Rob Green moment, a nightmare in a couple of games, you might want to look at it. But this is Gareth Southgate. He isn't going to change a goalkeeper for a tournament unless it's a, an absolute catastrophic meltdown in confidence. I, I think would what play could happen... Ramsdale in the Nations League and the friendlies and stuff like mm. that. Yeah, I think what could happen. Obviously, touch wood, and I hope it doesn't happen. But you know, if if Pick was if Pickford was to get injured now and miss the World, or let's say he was to get injured in six months' time and miss the World Cup, you would feel quite confident with Ramsdale in goal. I feel he's um, a good shot stopper. Absolutely, I like him. I I do. I, I, I like. I, he's I, really I proved me, me wrong. I hate to say it as a Spurs fan, obviously, but well, you know that's a good keeper. Well, well, where was he before Sheffield United? He was at Bournemouth. Right, so he went. To, so he was at Bournemouth. Did they pay good money for him as well? Because I know Sheffield United um, did. No, they bought him from Sheffield United for for sort of peanuts. Uh, Aaron Ramsdale, yeah, for a pittance. Um, uh, and and he didn't really, you know, he did okay. 
but he actually got relegated two seasons in a row before joining Arsenal in the summer. And how much did Arsenal pay for him? Uh, I think it was about 35 30? million. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Do you know what? Based on what I've seen so far, given his age, uh, I, I think that's a fantastic bit of business. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, but, yeah, I Because Leno, a lot of Arsenal fans will disagree with this. Um, they, they don't rate him at all, but I, I disagree. I think Leno's actually a good goalkeeper. I think he's actually no. a good. I think he was. Look at what look what was in front of him. It was like saying, you know, you know, go swimming and don't get wet, Leno. You know, he couldn't do it. You know, but the reality is, Ramsdale's but, come in, but, but you've Leno's also added. Me. But you've added Tommy Yasu to that back line. You've added a fit Kieran Tierney to that back line, and I think it's a bit. You know, things are a little bit different for him. But let's be honest, Aaron Ramsdale is that number one at that club right now for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. So. Pickford over Ramsdale for you, James, all day long? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, now, yeah, you know, this is football. Plenty could change. But I for agree. me, they're the top two England goalkeepers. And then I'd back it up with Nick Pope slash Sam Johnson for that third goalkeeper spot. And I think actually, yeah. we're well stocked in goal. Uh, Dean Henderson as well, um, who hasn't really had a look in this well, year. Well, he needs, he needs to leave to go to Newcastle, there. doesn't he? Which uh, yeah. hopefully the randomizer will uh, predict everything in the right way and the stars are aligned. And we'll be talking about Newcastle again in a moment. Uh, unfortunately, not James for you, but we'll go through the next four then. Well, we will if the if the right subject comes out, which you've already talked about. So go on, just the, trust the me. The next four then. Number one, the championship is the hardest league in the world. Right. Number two, the Nations League is pointless. Oh, so we're not talking about Phil Jones. So you add a set of four questions and you randomise it and pick one of them four. Then there's a next set of four that we yeah, randomise. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. okay. Well, I, well, I think Dean, Hend- Dean Henderson and Phil Jones, just for argument's sake, uh, both should leave Man United and both should go to Newcastle. But let, let's carry on. Carry on. So, okay. So, number one, the Championship is the hardest league in the world. Number two, the Nations League is pointless. Number three, VAR should be scrapped. Number four... Goals win games, but defences win titles. Any of those jumping out at you, James? Um, you yeah, I like, the, yeah I, like, I like talking about all of them, really. Yeah, absolutely. Let's right. do it. Let's go for it. So the, the randomizer. Suspense. Suspense is uh, obviously at, at the minimum. It's number four, James, which is goals win games, but defences win titles. I'd agree with that. Um, but what I do also think to win a title... Um, you know, you don't necessarily need a, a number nine that scores 35 goals a season anymore. Manchester City are proving that boring Man City, um, but they're only boring because they're winning. Now, uh, as far as I'm concerned, to win a title, you have to have a good defence. But more importantly for me, I don't think it's the number one reason why you win a title. You win a title if you have a good spine. Uh, and that's been demonstrated throughout years and years of football. You need a top quality goalkeeper. A very, very good world-class centre-back, a very, very good box-to-box midfielder, and an half-decent couple of wingers, in my opinion. Is the spine changing? Is the number nine gone from the, the spine? And now do we have two shoulder blades on the on the, on the the wings there? Do, do you see what I mean? It, 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 I think no. a spine, I think a spine uh, is very important. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree that the spine in general, but... You look back in... You do need a good defence to, you, to I win think, the league. I think... It's impossible to win the league with a bad defence. Liverpool showed last season. You take the defence out of the equation, suddenly they couldn't score goals. You know, it's not just about stopping scoring goals. Your defence is is the 
it's the bedrock of your team at the end of the day. And you, you show me a team that's ever won the Premier League without a world class centre back or a top quality pairing or a great goalkeeper. I was thinking of one. I was thinking. Um, Go on. I was thinking Leicester, but you know, Casper Schmeichel, Wes Morgan was in the form of his life. Harry so Maguire. was Robert Hoof. You know, they, they kept a lot. Yeah. Har- oh, yeah. No, Harry Maguire didn't play when they won the league. Johnny Evans. Nope. It was so, Wes Morgan, Robert Hoof. I think I still think it was, uh, you know, nine out of ten seasons, those two centre-backs do not win you the league. Um, I, no, I, I think, yeah. um, you know, they, 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 you know, look look who they're up against, to be honest, and when you look back in the history of it. But, I mean, look, uh, who were they up against? Tottenham. All right. Uh, so, yeah, and they finished <laughs> third in a two-horse race. Right. So, anyway. Um, where where uh, did Liverpool finish that year? Seventh? Well, relevant. What we went on to achieve after that. But um, did you win the league? No. Right. Anyway, moving on. So, um, yeah, a defence for me. Yeah, all day long, James. Uh, 100% a defence. I mean, you you look at the, the teams over the past, let's say, we can't say three or four years because only two teams have won it. So let's say the past five or six seasons in the Premier League and we'll look at their defensive structure, uh, you know, structure and setups. If you have a look at Manchester City, you have Laporte and you also have Ruben Diaz. Um, you look at Liverpool, you have Virgil van Dijk, Alisson. Um, you know, uh, you look at who was it before Man City and Liverpool? Chelsea stole one in there, didn't they? With the Yokohama Tires, Conte victory. Who were their yeah. centre backs that season? They um, had, um, you know, I think they had. Uh, I think they had at the back there was it John Terry came back in, but he wasn't playing a lot. Yeah, um, Gary Cahill. It was Gary Cahill, you know, and and someone else. But what was it? You know, and Petr Cech in goal mixed with uh, at the time. So, uh, you know, as far as we're concerned, you need a good goalkeeper. Let's not discount the goalkeeper from the defence. You can't win a league with a poor goalkeeper. Just ask Man United fans about Massimo Taibbi. Um, you know, remember who remembers those black leggings and the Matt Letizia P-roller? Um, the grass cutter yes. that squirmed under him. I would have saved that. I, I would have saved that. I would have yeah. saved it. John yeah, uh... I would have clasped it in my arms, slid onto my knees and done a little, like... Like, you know, like your elbows are resting on the floor, the ball pierced in just under your chin or have, uh, then stood up, had the ball under one arm and with my other hands just, just beckoned the defenders on a bit and then just with a little, you know, a volleyed goalkeeper kick up the pitch. That's what should have happened. But the reality is Matt Letizia had a shot and, you know, I think the laws of gravity defied um, the general populace of uh, normal existence, I think, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, not even Stephen Hawking, when he was alive, God rest his soul, could have uh, predicted that Taibi masterclass of cataclysmic proportions. So we're pretty dead set then, James, that, that goals win games, but defences win titles. Yes, in plain English. You need the goals, though. You need always need the goals. Always need the goals. Well, right. Manchester City don't have a top scorer in the top ten of the Premier League at the moment. Yet they're 127 yeah, points. Yeah, but they've clear. got probably got five players that have scored four or five goals each. So you know, when you spread it out across the team, you know, go they still get the, the, the team goals. needs to score goals, but you players. don't need you don't need a an old school number nine anymore. No, so I I go I go full on with that James Lowe. And I don't and I don't uh, I don't think it's a Guardiola thing. I don't think it's a Guardiola thing at all because Barcelona always had good strikers. They had David Villa at the club, for instance, when he was there. Do you know who made up the false nine? It was Vincente del Bosque at Spain. You know, I know he had Torres popping in and out, but yeah, exactly. And won the World Cup. Always Fabrega. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, Although they did have they did have a, a prime Torres when they won the World Cup, though. To be fair. So I think it, I think it was more I think it was more Euro was he a prime though? When... I don't think it was a prime. I think it was your you know twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he was. Yeah. Two thousand and eight. It, it... it was two thousand and eight when he was brilliant for Liverpool. 
Yeah, that was when he scored the winner in the final of the Euros in 2008. Yes, and he just dinked it over. Uh, yeah, Neuer, I believe. Yeah. yeah, what a goal! Um, to be what fair, a player. To him. Uh, yeah, but it was 2012 when the false nine came in. That was when they used Fabregas for false nine. Um, but anyway, moving on, moving on to the final set of uh, final set of four, James, on the TTM Sport Roulette. Number one, the Premier League should have its own dedicated streaming service. Number two, the best realistically available striker in January. Number three, Burnley existing as a Premier League club is a footballing miracle. And number four, Premier League or Champions League? Which one do you want? Both. Um, no, uh, basically, yeah, I, I would like to talk about number one uh, from a football purist and yeah, uh, okay. fan financial implications. And we are due a number one or two. No. Um, okay, right, let's go for it. Number three. Burnley existing as a Premier League club is a footballing miracle. We've been up to Turf more. James, you've been up a couple of times. Yeah, uh, it's a mess. What a place. Happy place, Turf more. No, I, I don't want to live there. Uh, and you know, and Burnley <laughs> fans can can say what they like to me. At the end of the day, I was I was cold, I was wet both times I went up there, and I'm talking five years apart. It looked depressing. The stadium, not the town or anything like that. I'm just saying, like the, you know, the stadium for a Premier League club. I, I just think it looks as a bang average championship the, club. Um, I didn't think it had the most grandest of sort of entrances to the ground. Do you know what I mean? We went up sort of like the back of someone's garages and um, then we got to a already fallen down. It's weird, isn't it? Don't you think it's fence. weird? Because and then there it's, was just a little It's on a housing there. estate. A, yeah, it's a, a little... We had a we had a we had a quick wee wee on the way through. Absolutely, yeah. You know, if I was to tell you, you know, according to TransferMarket.co.uk, which are a real legitimate source of, uh, you know, you want to find out how much a player is really worth in the market without any hyperinflated or unrealistic valuations, this uh, this website really does the trick. Do you know the uh, the the value of the entire Burnley squad? If I had to pull it out of thin air, you've got to add Maxwell Corney into there now, whose value is probably going up all the time. Plus someone like a Dwight McNeil, who's probably worth about 20 in today's market. Um, Tarkovsky is probably worth about 20 in today's market, realistically, depending on whether Newcastle come in or not. I would say the value of their squad's about 120 million. How much? 120. It's 117.9. So uh, no, you've I'll done. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mate. I'll tell wow. You, what. you know, tell me the average age of the squad, mate, and I'll concede. <laughs> Absolutely. The average age of that squad, I reckon. Who's really young in that squad? Who's under 23? Dwight McNeil is. Maxwell Corney is probably other side of 25. Um, average age of that squad. I think you're looking at 29. If not 30. 30.2. Oh, you that. were wrong, so it doesn't count. Right, so nah. uh, as far as we're concerned, though, the uh, the, the, the record They're signing... punching above their weight, let's be honest. They're punching above their weight. Well, yeah, the record signing uh, for the football club is £15.21 million. English. Who did they sign? For 15 point... What, sorry? For £15.21 million. So fifteen point two million. Yeah. I reckon that's that could be. Um, I think they might have paid a little bit of money for Jack Cork. 
Um, but they're English. Uh, yeah, I would say Jack Cork. Or Brownhill. No. Josh no. Brownhill. No. It was a centre-back... Gibson. Oh, Ben Gibson from Middlesbrough. Yeah, he's now at Norwich. Toilet. Never did anything there. I don't know why it just didn't work out for him. He did all right the year that Middlesbrough came up when they went straight back down when they had Alvaro and Negredo up front and um, what's his name in goal? Victor Valdez in goal. Um, did all right for him that season. Went down. I think they signed him in, in the January, maybe. I'm going to be honest here. I mean, you, you look at this Burnley squad, it is a, it is a miracle because the top players, um, Nick Pope, £13.5 million market value, 29 years old. But yeah, but you've got to, I think you've got to take, take transfer market at face value because some of these players have, you know, they've been around the block in the Premier League a long, you know, I guarantee if you were to look at their have, you know, the amount of Premier League appearances they've got amongst yeah, us. I, I would high. say, but if I'm on Football Manager and you're looking at Nick Pope and you went to sign him and his market value is at 13.5 million, you're looking at about 20 million to sign Nick Pope and I think that's probably about right. Um, you then obviously took to Tarkovsky, you know, dual English and Polish nationality, 29 years old, 19.8 million. His value has gone down recently. Um, and you would then have a look at Dwight McNeil. 22 years old, English, 19.8 million. Um, But also another left winger, Corne, um, dual nationality. I believe it's Senegal and France, or Ivory Coast, sorry. Uh, 12.6 million he's worth. And then uh, Chris Wood, 30, New Zealand striker, ex-football manager, linchpin from the uh, early noughties, 2008-9 around there. Leeds United, I think he was on the books, and also West Brom. um, 5.4 million, the rest of them twos and threes with brown hill with six um so yeah uh, i mean it's a miracle and the reason why they're in that football club it, it, and the reason why that football club have survived is the manager everybody knows it it's the manager that manager is probably deserving of it everton should go for him you know why don't villa go for yeah. him so someone of that yeah. that ilk should have really really go go for him is he the new even allardyce? newcastle even newcastle he's not no he's better than allardyce he's better than allardyce i think um, but what what they've got, which I always admire about Burnley, is they're just so hardworking, organised, disciplined. You know, they they know what they are. They play James, their strengths. I, I'm going to be honest, mate. I I think there's a cultural a cultural element to it as well. Expanded on yeah, your point ex- there. Exactly. They're all exactly. from the home nations. I mean, I'm looking at how many foreign players they've got. We'll take Ireland out of it. Um, they've got. I can see it now. Eric Peters. Uh, so that's one. Maxwell Corne. Two, uh, you have is the, the winger. Um, yes, that's three. Vidra, Czech Republic, four. Yeah. The other, the others are very much, you know, New Zealand. Really, really. Yeah. You, come on, you can't really count that. Um. So you know, as far Listen. as I'm concerned, that's three or four in a squad. You know, that's unbelievable. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the rest are, are, are British or let's say you know New Zealand, let's say Commonwealth British. Players, and I think that that's actually got a lot to do with the general makeup with and an English manager attitude, as well. with an attitude of that team. And I think mm. that they're reaping the benefits of that. I think Bournemouth had that, and uh, but they all they were a bit more flary. They were a bit more pleasing on the eye yeah. until they started chucking money 
away and then all of a sudden a lot of imports will come across. Then you Jefferson Lerma started coming and well, Sergio or, Rico. Do you mean, you know, as far as I could say, Jefferson Lerma was a good player with a good pedigree when he came in, just didn't fit the team. You know, Dan Gosling was doing yeah. better. Um, but the reality is uh, Burnley, for me, <laughs> have, um, have been uh, absolutely outstanding now, consistently. I mean, when was the last time they were relegated? When, how long have they been in the Premier League for? They've been in the Premier I think it's seven straight seasons or something like you that. Know, Fantastic. You've got to think about the, you've got to think about the money that they they because they, they went down, they went down, didn't they? they? Down and then come straight back, back up, up. With Danny Ings, and they kept yeah. Dyche. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, the money that that club must be earning through TV revenue, everything. Well, there was a big debate. There was a big debate. Sean Dyche, if you do remember, about 12 to 18 months ago, was murmuring a little Just bit, wasn't he? That yeah, he wasn't very happy. New contract though. Well, they've obviously promised him a bit of cash or, or invested well, in facilities. Got, back, to be fair, this summer they've gone out and bought Maxwell Corney, and that is a hell of a sign. You know, Spurs could have signed him, and I'd have been excited. Good uh, I, I'm not going to lie, mate. I'd never heard of him. Um, so uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, how much was he worth when they? How much did they buy him for? Twelve, something like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, for Burnley, twelve million. You know, how much do they make for being in the Premier League alone each season? Low wage budget. Grounds all there, yeah. all bought and paid for, own training facilities haven't changed. Where's their money going? Is it you know we spoke about Liverpool fans getting angry about where their money's going, and rightly so in my opinion. Burnley fans have equally got to say actually where's our money, or is it the same thing? The reason why they don't spend is because they don't want to put the situation and the uh, the the validity and the health of the club at risk by yeah. throwing money away, getting relegated, and being in an awful situation. However. I do think he could uh, just undo the zip of his satchel a little, a little bit there, the owner. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they. Could, I would you know, say, you know, know the odd twenty-five million there. pound signing. You know, let's be honest. Not, in this day's money, that's that, that's could, the old fifteen million. They could be a bit more sort of ambitious with their your transfer business. You know, who, do you know who the only player they signed in the last summer's window was? Cornet Kome. No, that was this summer. The only player they signed last sum, summer. No. Jay Rodriguez. They signed what? They signed one player, and it was Dale Stevens from Blackpool, uh, for Black uh, Brighton. Yeah, it used to be at Charlton for like one point two million. Yeah, that was the only player they signed. You know, that's not going to excite you as a fan going into a new season, is it? No, but what will excite you is you're getting regular guaranteed Championship uh, Premier League football, and what will also excite you even more, maybe not so much this season. Is their rivals Blackburn are in the division below mm. them? They've forever lived in their shadow, haven't they? Oh, you know, Burnley have been in the top flight a few times before in the past, I believe, and won things actually before in the past. Yeah, long, but, long but, time ago. Though. But now with Blackburn this season, you know, they, they look yeah. good. Now, if I was Burnley and I was their chairman, Blackburn have got a very, very good striker on their books at the minute. Yeah. It's attracting a lot of interest. I, as, it's just who I am. You know, people I know hate exactly, me. I know exactly what you're but if say. I If I was the manager, I'd be on the door saying, get him in. He hasn't even got to move house. One, you stick it on Blackburn. Two, you find Tony Mowbray, you know, he's already conceded that he's going to leave. So that then means they can, you know, is he, you know, if they lose that striker, me and you both know that that, that that's automatic promotion gone. Um, and, you yeah. know, and, he, and then he turns out for Burnley and starts scoring a bucket load of goals and you've been able to get him. A, okay, they might have to pay a couple of million, million premium because of who they are. But he's a, he's a foreign player. He's not going to give a hoot about the, you know, the Burnley-Blackburn divide over the over the hills. There well, he's, the... He, you, yeah, he, he's foreign in like, you know, uh, in loosely though and he's he's British guy and stands. But I, I, I get what you're saying. The other thing that would excite me potentially as a Bernie fan 
would be if they do get up. Yeah, but they had Joe Hart there. I mean, they would have spent a lot of money on wages there. Yeah, they had Joe Hart. Um, they, they had, had like three world ca- uh, world class goalkeepers at one point. They had Tom Heat and Nick Pope, Tom Heaton, and Nick Joe Pope. Hart, and and also Bailey Peacock Farrell, who was uh, a good youngster that came through at Leeds. Yeah, where's um, he Northern now? Northern Ireland's number one. Uh, I'm not sure actually. Yeah, exactly. And Roy, and Roy Carroll was also uh, Northern Ireland's number one. I saw him in the flesh. Excellent shot stopper. Even better. Uh, uh, Even better uh, gambler, or, or 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 not, as the case may have been. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was, that was it. Mm. But I, I'm not saying anything that's going to get me in trouble. Because um, you never know, we might interview him one day and go, Roy, real quick one, just straight off the bat. Right off the bat. But um, anyway, uh, that that is an end, really, to episode number 53. So within 48 hours of the new year, is it more than 48 hours or is it more like 80? So, you know... Yeah, look, it's probably like 72, maybe. So, look, the first week, um, we've got two, another two to go this week, uh, to just nose an inch ahead of our target, um, you know, which will be great. Um, also, a couple of interviews that will be coming up soon for your for your interest. Uh, we, we've got some stuff in the pipeline, um, so we need to really, uh, you know, see who we can pull back out. Maybe Mark Halsey, we can get him back on, or Matt Jarvis. You decide. If you want to see Effie Soji again, uh, let us know. Or even if you want to take a trip down memory lane. Well, we could could go back out to the Caribbean. You never know. But this year, there's going to be people from all over the place. Subscribe to us on Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Tell your mum who's making your dinner in the kitchen about us. Tell your wife about us. Oh, listen to these two guys on the TTM Sports Show, available on Spotify. She's not going to care. She's going to be happy that you're talking to her. But at the end of the day, it is what it is is we will have another podcast probably uh wednesday uh release wednesday why not um I'm, I'm available wednesday so we should be able to uh get something cooking for your wonderful ears to listen to the wonderful flowing sounds of the ttm sports show uh this isn't possible without our sponsors prestige paving and patios and also anstis grounds and gardens the number one premier landscaping team for your gardening needs my name is james harrison Um, My name's James Hounsell. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.